It stands for Yusuf on Security, the show that helps you understand, educates you, and warns you about challenges related to your cybersecurity. In this episode, we will cover the process of incident response. It's all coming up next on Yusuf on Security. This is Yusuf on Security, episode 8, recorded Saturday, March the 27th, 2021, IR. So organizations are going to face challenges um, sooner or later, um, and incidents happen, big or small. So organizations are um, really um, meant to prepare those challenges and put in place a process that they can follow. So incident response is no different, and it follows a methodology well-defined that is understood in the industry. And those are the ones that succeed um, to, to, to overcome those challenges um, when they do face. Um, There are um, six um, steps of the incident response um, and it always starts obviously with preparation and really preparation is the is the most important thing. This is followed by um, when the challenge hits you then you've got to identify um, what that exactly is um, and then include a scoping so you understand how deep um, you need to go into your um, into the reactive um, um, approach um, we will come back to reactive versus uh, proactive um, perhaps on a on a separate um, show then you followed on the third um, steps is the containment and and really this this is where you look at um, um, what exactly um, the incidents entails. So you understand a bit more. You you, you you glean some sort of intelligence out of it as well to help you um, further down the line. And then that is followed by once you have done your your identification and containment and understand a bit more the incident, then you have the eradication. Um, eradication, obviously, will kick in. Um, it's a sort of a remediation, if you want to call it, um, so that you can start really fixing things that might have been impacted. Um, and then from there on, only then, you are then moving on to the recovery um, stage where you really rewind the tape um, and do the, um, the the changes and the problem that might have um, been caused. Um, and then finally, um, you've got to learn lessons out of it um, and probably developed um, thread intel um, that can be consumed um, by the rest of your organizations or maybe contribute to the rest of the um, um, of the industry so let's those are those are the the six um, steps um, and obviously um, every um, organization is different um, People follow more or less those six steps, but obviously um, some of them will try to jump um, one or two processes. And typically those processes are um, the one that you normally see people jumping really is between identification and scoping, which is critical because without you understanding really what's going on, there is no point of actually talking about containment um, or even eradication. So most of the organization do not really do any containment and intelligent development so that they know exactly how to remedy, how to eradicate. So they jump straight from identification and scoping to eradication. And if you don't have 
have really a good scoping. You have no idea how deep the intrusions might have been, um, which then leads you to go ahead and actually do some sort of a, um, um, you know, eradication but you've overlooked and you've jumped over um, the containment if there is no containment um, um, to the um, to the intrusion then you're going to be really playing the walk-a-mole game because it's it's it is going to come back and I can illustrate an example um, for example if you if you see a machine and you suspect the machine is actually being in, impacted um, and you suspect maybe there is some sort of a um, I don't know um, activity going going on on the machine you know do you just unplug the machine and format and then restart all over um probably not probably you you better off to um to do some sort of a containment and threat intent development out of that so that really helps you um with the rest of the other three um steps you know namely the eradication recovery and the lesson learned so it's really important not to jump any um, step um, and the most of the time that I see um, this happening is when they jump um, over the containment. Let's go a little bit um, deeper on the um, on those um, six steps um, that I've um, just highlighted earlier. So preparation essentially is 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 the is the response methodology that you typically want to emphasize uh, for your organization. And, and and not only are you really establishing a good um, incident response capability um, for the for the organization to be to be really ready um, to take on the challenge, um, but it's um, it's it, it helps you to prevent and to make sure that you are. Um, um, have the systems and the network and the applications um, um, to be fully um, fully secure. Um, so that is really the the preparation. You need to make sure that those are um, tightly um, accounted for, um, patched, um, secured, um, segmented. So you really just prepare for the battle um, that might actually ensue um, one day. Because it, as I said at the top of the show, it's it's a matter of of, of when, really, not not if. Um, if if there is a target um, on your back um, and the enemy is relentless, um, um, it's it's going to succeed one day. So you really be better off to be ready for that than than actually burying your head in the sand, so to speak. Um, so that's the preparation and and then the identification um, um, and that is out of the sixth step. This is the um, where you. Um, where you carry out most of the detection um, of that incident um, so that you understand where this is originated um, um, within the um, within the within within the greater scheme of your organization um, it's it's likely that the detection originated maybe um, from a third party most importantly um, you're better off your teams to identify rather than a third party company approaching you and saying hey um, you know um, we've noticed traffic coming from you, data exfiltration. Um, do you know you might have had an impact, and, and you wake up? So it, you're better off um, to be fully um, prepared, so that you actually have the tools and the mechanism to really identify um, the, the the incident. So, uh, but you know, by and large, uh, what you see in the industry, um, quite a lot of organisation actually really just fall asleep on the wheel, and third party actually. Um, um, you know, identify for them. 
um, and those are the ones who will just basically jump um, and basically um, spring into action um, and then jump, um, you know, many steps so that they can actually um, catch up on what they might have missed, which is the wrong way, obviously, um, 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 to approach the whole thing. So the first thing of instant response is, is, is really the, is critical. Um, it's, it's a proper identification um, and it's better off to be you doing it than, than someone else telling you because then the pressure is on um, uh, once, you, once you've actually um, understand the issue. Unfortunately, obviously, organizations seem to, um, as I said, skip um, some of the, um, some of the um, incidents um, response steps by a you know just just a knee-jerk reaction and that is mostly containment and eradication which is um, lack of um, good proper scoping then the third one um, is containment um, and intelligent um, development so that you can actually analyze the intrusions um, uh, probably understand um, the mindset um, of the intruder um, what they impacted how they actually um, may have moved around um, how they build their capability to really make this successful if there are any malware um, probably analyze those malware to, to to understand the threats um, and the telltale sign of that of that of that malware hopefully get to the bottom of their TTP um, tactics techniques and procedure of the of the attacker so that containment and intelligence is, is, is really, this includes monitoring as well. Um, so that is really important. Then only then you move on to the eradication and the eradication obviously will be a, uh, a complete um, uh, in, 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 a, in a very short period of time to mitigate the current um, um, risk that you have at hand. Um, the, most of the organization actually do sort of eradication um, and remediation um, on a sort of a quieter period, maybe on the weekends. Um, and these are, uh, these are recommendations um, um, which, which normally the industry um, follows. Um, so this could include, obviously, a comprehensive remediation could include block um, um, IP addresses, um, maybe coordinate with your other providers, um, um, change, you know, passwords. Um, and obviously when you're doing a scoping, and this is why scoping is important, um, you might have determined the accounts that have been impacted. Um, so therefore you might need to change those passwords. Um, you know, if, if there is, um, um, systems that have been impacted heavily it's better you're better off rebuilding those compromised systems as well um, and if there have been obviously um, domains um, identified this probably black hole those domains as well um, and and then lastly but not least um, verify all remediation actions are are actually um, in place and and proper um, and that is really um, critical once you've obviously done that, then you are ready to move on to what is called the recovery stage, um, stage, and that 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 tend to start um, um, to move to a um, you know back to day to day business, um, so, you know, so to speak. Um, but obviously, um, it should be. Um, you know, um, understood that recovery, um, you would start with, um, as any business would basically mandate, um, important um, systems should be put back last rather than you should back non-critical systems. And that really merits 
um, in case you want to go back, you don't want to really dis disrupt everything. You just basically use those non-critical systems that can actually be um, flip-flop between on and off that you can actually roll back easily. Whereas if you have done you know, all the major systems, it's really just hard to actually put things back um, offline again. So, um, so you start implementing slowly, basically take baby steps. Um, and usually many recovery items are used to improve um, the overall security um, of the network um, in order to obviously um, prevent that to happen. Some options um, could include, for example, um, improve enterprise authentication model, um, um, have a better network um, feasibility, um, things that you can gain from this obviously would be patch management of, of programs, um, maybe enforcement of change uh, management program, um, you know, if you haven't really centralized your um, event locks, um, do that. Um, it's a good good time to actually get that into 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 proper um, um, stature. Um, and obviously, um, network redesign. Um, you can you can really um, take um, um, lessons from the, that activity as well. And um, and and at this point, probably we, we've talked about in previous shows, security awareness training um, for for the team as well, because you will learn a lot in this activity, and you know obviously by then um, what might have caused and what would the weaknesses to have made that um, incident um, um, succeed um, and then you obviously have some some follow-up um, so things that you can verify to further mitigate um, similar um, similar incident um, maybe do um, auditing um, to make sure that you really necessarily have things um, don't have necessarily um, tools and equipments that are not, that, that are not used um, in the business. Shadow IT comes into mind where you actually get rid of all of those. Um, and um, you can probably put some strategy such as pen testing and, and compliance if you're in place if you haven't actually done that. Um, and that is really a, a, a good um, um, hygiene to, to make sure um, um, that you actually have something as a um, as a as a follow up. Um, just to touch on um, before we before we conclude um, this session, um, containment and, and intelligence, which is obviously um, a, a critical um, point um, of the sixth step, it's the um, it's, it's it's really good to have something in place um, before uh, before you actually um, get um, in a situation where you are at the back foot of the of the issue. So you. You're better off to be able to um, to be ahead of the curve, um, right? Ahead of the of the incidents, and that is really um, hunting versus reactive response, right? So um, we probably talk about um, hunting and threat hunting in another um, episode, but you, you you better do some hunting um, rather than reactive position um, to find yourself in a reactive position um, once you once you have a breach or or an incident. And as I said, you you know you 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 will be much better off. Um, and more um, at ease when you are responding to an incident if your team has discovered the breach rather than a third party came you know coming to you and say um, you know you, you you have been breached because the the um, you know the 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 structure of the whole organization um, is completely different um, once you get the warning from outside so we'll cover that um, so I'll leave you with that open with that open statement and we'll pick up we'll pick up from from here in another session so I hope that was um, useful and I'll see you in another session. Take care.